Hey everybody, and welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. I'm your host, Trey Elliott. Joining me as always, Josh Barnett. Yo! And Chuck Natley. Hello! Um, let's talk about some shows. You sounded like the uh, Norwegian gentleman in Frozen who runs the uh, Hello. shop. Hello! 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 That was... We have things? Dan- you're, you're, you're entering the danger zone of Trey Speak Spanish right no, now. No, I know have, Trey Speak Spanish. We have items on sale? <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Hello! You should be an actor. No. Actor! Hey, I'm in a, uh, a play with the Booner. Yeah, I heard you're a racist. Right. And I'm in a play. Okay, okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Separate things. One does not beget the other. Whoa. Just or call me a, the right, just call me a bigot. Toilet paper over just here. call me a bigot. I mean... Acting! Let's talk about returning television <laughs> shows. Uh, only one... Uh, over the break, uh, at least one that we're able to talk about. Um, Marvel's Runaways, a Hulu original, um, is back for a second season. A Hulu All jam. 13, I wish it was 10 episodes of the show are that back. That sounds about right. How many have you watched? I've watched seven or eight, somewhere in there. How many dinosaurs? Uh, just the one still. Still, okay, okay. Man. How many not in it a lot. star girls? Still just the one. Okay, okay. They didn't like multiple, they're not like multiple... Of anything anymore. I mean, I wasn't or, sure. At all. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I'm just trying to. Yeah. I, just think it was apparently Trey's not either. Source <laughs> and, and and glowing women running around. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of what I was hoping the second season right. would be. You were going to be sorely disappointed. Are they finally running away? Um, yes, they are in fact running away this season. Um, yeah, so this season to me at least is a lot better. Um, obviously, some stuff's already established, which helps. Um, they are legitimately running away, trying to figure out how, like where to live and kind of how to survive together without their parents. Um, the, that dude from Nip Tuck is, uh, is still being all evil and shit. Um, turns out, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Uh, some things are revealed about that dude. Boobs. Yeah. His boobs are revealed. Awesome. Um, but yeah, no, he, he, basically obviously becomes kind of the big bad at least in the first half um of this second season um and so there's actually like to me in the first season it kind of felt a little muddled in terms of like who they were fighting i mean obviously the parents but um i don't know there was never just like a clear us versus them sort of thing and this it is very clear like who are they who are they fighting who they're like planning to take down is it the nra um it is not no. That would that's the second half okay. of the season I haven't gotten to. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can see what you're saying. I feel like the first season had a pretty well defined villain role. Yeah. Like, I feel like the parents were kind of nebulous to me. The parents may have been nebulous, but evil white dude they brought back from the casket. That's the nip tuck guy. Yeah, the nip tuck guy. He, he kind of like just dip. showed up at the end and shot light out of his hands and that was it. They also were kidnapping, you know, teenage runaways, and that was the parents. Sacra- I know. Like, I mean, I feel and like that was, was nebulous. Well- We've fucking been over this. Yeah, Is nebulous like now- the name of the bad guy? Yeah, because that sounds like a villain name. It does sound like a villain name, I but am it's nebulous. Not. or at least it's not in this show. Um, no, but I really, really like it. They're, they do some really good stuff with uh, some of the character development of the kids. Um, there is a really, really badass scene with Nico, the chick with the suave. With the magic staff. Right. Um, Nico. She- Swabby. <laughs> Why do we even do this? 
I mean, not the Nico. podcast, but like have any sort of plan. Suave. We should just talk for an hour and then go home. What like have we been doing? We do. Well, an know, hour and 29 minutes to be exact. We do it like within the guise of it <laughs> actually being some sort of structured I'm show. Intrigued. I'm going to watch You do it show. in guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good job, champ. <laughs> Thanks, coach. Uh, well, you're actually champ now. Right. That's if you true. Like the first season of the Runaways. Watch the second; it's real good. Uh, Chuck, I know you're excited about uh, yeah. Young Justice, so talk to me about that. Um, the first uh, new show premiere. Sure. Um, yeah. So you guys remember Young Justice, the animated show back in the day on uh, what was it? Cartoon Network, the WB, something. Oh, was it? The WWWB, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, Michigan J-Frog. I think it was after that. Because it was five years ago. It's been off the air for five years. and they Damn, just has now it really bro- been five years? It has indeed. It yeah. went strong for two years. People fucking loved that show. They pulled it because WB pulled like all their shows off of Cartoon Network, and people got pissed. And it's taken five years to get everybody back. So there's been a uh, time span, I want to say, of about five years. Robin is full-fledged Nightwing now. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Uh, Roy Harper's out of the game. There's like this big, uh, it's called uh, Young Justice Outsiders, and if you're familiar with DC Comics at all, there's a comic book called The Outsiders or Batman and the Outsiders, where Batman leads a team that works outside of the Justice League. So, spoiler alert, Batman quits the Justice League and takes a bunch of dudes with him, including uh, Black Lightning. (laughs) Sounds like Uh, Trey's kind of show. (laughs) I'm in. Uh, And like most of the uh, Batman, like, Gotham kids, Robin, spoiler, etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and even Black Lightning is like, listen, I'm not going to be part of your Batman Incorporator or whatever, and which winds up being a comic book, which is essentially the Bat Family. Um, but it's really good. Uh, the, uh, Bruce Greenwood, who voiced Batman in Under the Red Hood, which is a great animated movie, also uh, returns for Batman. Rock um, and Dad Bod. We found out. Oh last yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was two years ago. Was that two years ago? 2017. Well, yeah. Sorry, we're you are talking about Gerald's game, right? Yeah, I was talking yeah. about 2017, which still feels like last year. But it's, it's 2019. Not. Get with it, Josh. Oh man, you bitch. Anyway, this show is really good. Um, there's a, there, it's a little more bloody than it used to be. So, heads up for kid, people who are watching that with their kids. It's on the DC Universe app. So, See, fuck that's Batman. Why I know I can't be a father. Like I would not care. Like, I, I'm not saying I mean, that I am right. I am certainly not right in this situation. I'm not going to watch it with Freeman. Trey is okay with it. And we And we watched it, and Trey was like, wow, there's a lot more blood in that than the last time. Yeah, <laughs> so the it, first, the original Young Justice, was it, uh, you said two seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I need to watch that to watch this? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, it starts off with uh, a bunch of the younger kids, Aqualad. Um, uh, he is Nightwing at this yeah, point. Um, and then... Uh, there is the outsiders thing, and then it kind of flash forwards a couple of years. Is um, is the original two seasons on DCU? Yes, it is. I also I think, think I the trailer for season three like did like a seven minute recap of everything. No, nah, I'm just gonna watch it. Okay. I wouldn't. Say, I mean, they're like twenty something episodes per season. Eh. It is full run, com- like animated show. I mean, so. are they worth watching? Yes, okay. they are very, very good. I like DC's animated stuff quite a bit. Also, um, at the nobody ever talks about this. There was an animated show that came out at the same time as uh, Young Justice called, I want to say, the Green Lantern Corps. 
it's Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. It was really good. I loved it. It was. I it think it's great. also on it's the no DC Wolverine universe. The X Men though. No. God, that's the worst thing Disney ever did. That's correct. Did you cancel that show? They canceled that show and the Spectacular Spider-Man, which has one of the best intro theme songs of all time. Spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man. That is a really good theme song. The new Spider-Man show on Disney XD is also really good. I haven't watched it. Was it Spider-Man Universe? or? Um, it's just called Spider-Man. Oh, is it Marvel Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Anyway, watch Young Justice Outsiders. It's real good. Cool. cool. I forgot I'm supposed to be hosting, so hang on. What's next? Uh, oh, so keep? Keep or cut? Keep, yes. Please. I haven't watched it, but I'm going to say keep. I'm also going to say keep. I like the DC shit going on right now. I don't think Evan sent me his list. Way to go, Evan. I'm pretty I'm sure he's slacker. I'm pretty sure he's drunk at this point. All right, he is dodging bullets in Baltimore right now. Whoa! Seaman. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Trey? The Fix. Chuck? It is out and also in. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was so stupid. Uh, is this how you guys feel when I uh, yeah. say about? Uh, uh, man, that yeah. was great. <laughs> uh, did you, Trey? Did you watch this? I watched the first episode, and oh, I want okay. to watch more. What is the fix? The fix is a. I think I guess it's on Netflix. Uh, maybe it's British, and Netflix got it. No, it's I'm, not. It's just a. Straight it's hosted original. by a British guy. It is hosted by a British guy. Who I've definitely seen in other stuff before. He's got a comedy special on Netflix, um, but, which, you know, I hear they're doing good things with stand-up, so that checks out. Oh, boy. Um, no, but this is basically him hosting the show, and there's uh, a panel of, like, B to C-list celebrities um, who come on and basically- D.L. Hughley's on there. I was going to say, I'm looking at B D.L. Hughley. I don't think you are giving- proper respect to one of the original kings of comedy i'm sorry d-list celebrities um that actually he's g-list and they have not involved in this joke <laughs> come Chuck on is, he's racist. funny um you're he's only slightly racist he doesn't have to be well, involved fair. in this joke he just plays one on stage anyway uh long story short it's basically they pick a topic and then they quote unquote fix it they basically spend like half the show discussing it and then like each set of two panelists says how they would fix that particular issue like the first uh episode is social media oh there's no fixing that um it's just them trying to be funny about yeah. pretend fixing and there's that one first. side that does it uh that includes nikki haley i think that's what her name is and dl hughley who is on every single episode both of those two and they come up with he talks like almost not at all yes he's just kind of hanging out anyway continue um, Evan says he hasn't watched Young Justice. Cut the fix, but he enjoyed it. Uh, give me a Young Justice answer. Horror. He also said he's hammered, so we were right about that. That's um, he asked why you're so. It fun. was an open bar. He said earlier, so why would he not be? Um, but anyway, there are topics like gun control and climate change and uh, the pay the pay scale gap. Um, there, I want to say eight episodes in total. To me, they're all incredibly funny. Uh, to me, all? yeah, nice. Um, I actually I've watched them all twice because Kristen wanted to watch them too. All right. I so mean, they're half an hour episodes, and um, I'll put them all. It's like watching a comedy routine. There's nothing you have to watch necessarily. So it's pure yeah. satirical. Uh, oh, he says Blind Keep on Young Justice. There you go, Blind Keep. There Three ways around. Man, wasn't that a movie starring uh, Jeff Speakman back in the 80s? 
I don't know any of the words you just said. The only just 80s Pinkman? movie Trey knows is that one where he saw them boobs in it that one What time. is the 80s? Are you talking about, um... Here. Oh, god damn it. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> It'll come to me, don't worry. No, continue. Zapped. <laughs> it's called Zapped. That's what we waited for? <laughs> oh my god. That's the worst reveal of all time. Outside bad. of the first time you and Brittany had sex, of course. I'm talking from her perspective. Uh, <laughs> speaking wow. of speaking of blind okay, keep, bro. you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, don't look at it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, the fix is funny. Um, I wouldn't say it's satirical, though. It's more just them not taking it very seriously. It is four different people because there's no way that they come up with most of the stuff off the top of their head. A lot of it is, hey, this is what we're talking about. Get some jokes together. Come on the show. And um, the, outside of those two people, almost all the other ones change. The other two change all the time. It's just funny. It's like a third chair. Third and fourth chairs, yes. Uh, and I can't – the guy, uh, Tom something, uh, he's British, and he's also very funny, but the way he laughs at the first, best. at first – is very off-putting, but then it is the most charming laugh you've ever heard. It's like ha 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 ha, ha. and then it stops. <laughs> it's amazing, and that is a spot-on <laughs> recreation of that laugh. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm not a fan. I you laughed. won't be. I didn't laugh harder than when he <laughs> laughed. No joke was as funny as that man's By laugh. By the end of it, you don't want people to laugh any other way. That's correct. Everybody else's laugh fucking sucks now. Oh, God, it's so good. Right, I so really liked that show. Chuck is obviously a keep. I'm a keep. I'm a keep. I, I mean, will definitely keep watching that show. It's easily canceled, but you should watch it because it's funny. Okay. What? And it's a good way okay. to learn about uh. some of these subjects without taking them too seriously. Oh, I don't do learning. <laughs> Josh, just back this out. This show's perfect for you. <laughs> um, next up, uh, the Titan Games. Fuck yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's attempt to make grown-up guts. Who? Dwayne Johnson. Who? Dwayne Johnson. President The Rock. Yeah, there it is. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Give him his proper respect. They call him DJ on this show. They do. Have you ever seen his dad? Yeah, Rocky Johnson? Man, he's huge. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. (laughs) Runs in the family, it turns turns out. out. Early wrestling didn't care about steroids and... Some people had, like, you know, jelly beans in the candy dish at their house. Nope. Not the Johnsons. Just the roids. Roids. Um, this show is awesome. I love it so much. Yeah, Would you like to explain it, Josh? Everything I wanted, uh, wanted it to be, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, Trey did a pretty good job of explaining it earlier. It's adult guts. Um, a Nickelodeon classic. A Nickelodeon classic, indeed. Or follows the formula of... Whatever Let's go that. to Mo. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Mo. <laughs> yeah, Mike O'Malley. I miss Mike O'Malley. Do you though? I do. I like Mike O'Malley. He's all right. Um, Mike O'Malley. Last thing I remember he was in was Glee. Ooh, Mike O'Malley net worth. Oh shit! Any guesses? Two dollars. He was also on Yes, Dear. Any guesses? Uh, seven point two million. Try mm, seven point one million. <laughs> you piece of shit! <laughs> it's seven point one million. No, I'm just kidding. It's- <laughs> Fifteen million dollars. Uh, also, you rev- you prices righted yourself. No, I th- yeah, you're yes. right. Yes, <laughs> you'd be terrible at that game. It's been a while since I've watched the show. 
Let's talk about not Titan a, Games. Not a Drew Carey fan, huh? Uh, so yeah, this not is, is, this is following like the American Gladiators cents. or whatever that show was um, that was on like UPN in like the early 2000s. What? Oh, man, you don't remember this show? No. It was like the something dome. Like I'm going I'm to look it up here in a second. But Under the dome? Yes, under the domes. <laughs> Starring that show was not good. Dean Norris? Is that it, guy's name? No. What's his name? Under Barbie. the Dome was Dean Norris. It was. See, I told you it was Dean nah, Norris. No, it's Barbie. No, Barbie was a different character. Anyway, so this is like, yeah, taking your your everyday man and, and woman, basically, and putting them in uh, intense physical challenges. I wouldn't say everyday, but they try and make you believe that they are. It, it's everyday in, the, in that they're not celebrities, but yeah, they are clearly, um, you know, like, some of them are competition weightlifters or bodybuilders. Um, that said, though, um, yeah, it is. Again, it's not American Gladiator style in that, like, American Gladiators, the Gladiators were clearly more physically fit um, than the contestants. These people are all, like, super fit, like, incredibly good shape. Yeah, the first the actor had. who could bench press his truck, basically. Yeah. The first episode had essentially Lou Ferrigno's like gremlin spawn. That dude was <laughs> super buff. He uh, he lost to the black guy, yeah, but what was uh, his name? Um, it was Battle like Dome. L- L- Battle Dome. It was called Battle Dome. Yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> it was called Battle Dome. I've never um, even heard of that. It was like El Flambo something or whatever. whatever you oh, God. He called himself like the Flaming Bulldog or something. It was the Flaming something. Yeah. El Flambo. Oh, Mahente. that guy. Yeah, I'm glad he lost. Yeah. Um, he wait. looked like he he was one of the American gladiators, and they called him El Flambe. But all that said, basically, it's just really, um, I think, pretty- It's American Ninja Warrior for super strong people. Yeah. And it's not agile people. got some super in, uh, innovative, I feel like, Terry Crews was on Battle Dome. I forgot about that. That's the first place I ever saw Terry Crews. Sorry. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Um, but basically, they're competing in these like one-on-one events in order to eventually get to the end, which is straight up the goddamn aggro crag from Guts, but it's called Mount Olympus, and it's like a essentially a, an obstacle course for again really super strong people. It's super intense. You got to push, or what? Like you, we start with pushing over a thousand-pound wall. Yeah. Um, and, and then you then push you're those... pushing up three different hundred and fifty-pound like slates on like a forty-five degree angle. Then you go over the like log roll thing, Six which logs. is very Ninja Warrior-y. You punch yeah, up yeah. a wall. That's the only you, obstacle I don't love. It, it you takes turn, too long. Yeah. You turn a crank that like lifts a 600-pound torch. torch. You go down. You slide down to three different walls that are uh, five, six, and seven feet tall. So that's what killed the Flaming Bulldog. He fucking came in there like a oh, goddamn man. nightmare. He fucked his yeah. up. He slammed into that wall so hard. It was so um, great. And then you got to drag a 250-pound uh, wrecking ball with a hammer attached to the end of it. Dude, that one girl. She stopped. You talking about the one who was like winning? Oh no, it was a no. black, it was that black girl who was winning, and then she like grabbed that and she couldn't pull it, and the other girl came behind. Like, Charity Wit that we were talking. Yes, about. Yes, she Maybe one was... hand pulled it yes. all the way behind. Yeah, her. yeah she was going to lose like that, man, until that, that until thing, that. That was insane because yeah. the other girl stopped at that. That was the girl yeah. I was cheering she for. She tried. She like I I really liked uh, the the girl who ended up winning that, but like not me. Oh man, really? Both of the ladies that I was pulling for, neither one of them won. I was going for Granny. Yeah, it was cool that she was on there. Yeah, it ripped was really Granny. Cool. She beat the shit out of that girl at the uh, the the what is it the Battle of the Pelennor Fields opening the gate. Oh uh, yeah, 
That was cool as shit, though. And I, she would have beat the, the dudes. The way that she was working that, she would have beat the, the men. The only one I think I don't like is the one where they have the, like, uh, ball on like a chain it's in the center. because the people suck at it. They yeah. don't know how to do oh, it. Oh, the and cyclone? Like, the columns yeah. on the outside. Until you got to like Fabio and then he like knocked them down in like 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Cowboy Fabio. Cowboy Fabio who Cowboy decided Fabio. not to show that actual They did. Match. They just showed it at the beginning of the aggro crag. No, not his backstory but like the match itself. They were like, oh yeah, by the way, was these guys competed. <laughs> Fucking Thor showed up and destroyed this It was this weird that like of, of both it episodes was it was segment, just that one yeah. thing. Um, but, like, I feel like you would be better at that activity if you are just having, like, you, you cut the slack short and you're standing dead center and you're spinning like an actual, like, whatever the uh, the track and field event is where you got that ball on the end of the chain you're just spinning it around and chucking it. I feel like you would have better I think it's spin ball o chuck. That is true. That's what it's called. Um, I feel like you would have better accuracy and, and, and you would be able to do it quicker. That's the one. That really got you, man. That, that was the one. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Pinball of Chuck. Trace comedic kryptonite. The, like, you should be on fucking laziness Netflix. with which you delivered that shitty joke. Either <laughs> way. Fucking beautiful. I think I think this show is a ton of fun. Um, and it's it's impressive. It makes me feel like an even shittier human being in terms of being in shape. Um, but it's a lot of fun still. It's really good. It's definitely a keep for me. It's a keep for me as well. Keep. Cool. It's like Ultimate Beastmaster, but better. Man, Ultimate Beastmaster yeah. kind of sucks. I like it still. It's just too repetitive. Now they're going through the digestive tract. Oh, it, yeah, no, it's dumb as shit, but I like it. How was that I liked the first season. Cool. It's right. just, again, it's too damn repetitive. Ninja Warrior is the same way. This, at least, it's changing Ninja it up. Warrior, Ninja well, Warrior Ninja Warrior has different, yeah, depending on what city they're in, the course is, like, almost totally different outside of the wall. Also, like, aside from this show, which might rival it, I think, like, you see some of the best athletes on Ninja Warrior. Like it's That's impressive fair. what those guys they're, do. They're including Harlem Globetrotter Bull Bullard. Cool. They've got um a lot more it's a lot more agility than strength in Ninja Warrior. Like even some of the strength things like hanging from the wall, if you weren't agile enough to scramble across that thing, yeah. Like the flaming bulldog or whatever he's called, he wouldn't he wouldn't even get through the first one of those. Yeah. El Flamo he's, Blanco? The white flamer? <laughs> I don't think that's what I was saying, but sure. I think that's what that translates into. Chuck, talk to me about the Kaminsky method. Oh, uh, hey, what a what a transition. Um, Speaking of, we gotta move on. <laughs> this show is amazing. It might wind up being my top ten for the year. Um, it is a very dry humor, uh, not nearly as um, silly as Curb, but um, not as dry as i don't know something else something as dry comedy you guys can fill in the blanks anyway it's got uh michael uh, excuse me golden globe winning uh actor michael douglas in it uh he is stanley kaminsky he is an acting coach who is pretty much only being an acting coach because he is a failed actor alan arkin is a um an agent who continually tries to get him work but he can't um so uh just their interactions with each other i mean he's like hey did i get that part in the sitcom no they gave it to a black guy a black guy that's ludicrous yeah that's who they gave it to and there's like this whole like who's on first kind of thing uh and it only lasts for like 20 seconds but it's like a couple of old guys just constantly going back and forth at each other there's this one really funny part where it's kind of obvious he's getting an enlarged prostate so he's like 
going to the bathroom and coming back and going a little bit and coming back. There's this part where he's at like this club or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. And he's peeing. He's like, come on, come on. And then this guy comes up and he pees. He's like, hey, don't get used to it, buddy. And the guy's like, what? And then he leaves and this black guy comes up and he just, <laughs> he's like, oh, give me a fucking break. And then he's like, wa- he walks out and washes his hand. The guy's still going. He's like, come the fuck on. God damn it. And he just walks out. It's really funny. And there, it's it's just a lot of stuff like that. But there's also some heartfelt moments, some some moments where you're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like In regards to he, uh, Nancy Travis. You remember her, actress? Yeah. Randy um, Travis? Yeah. You're supposed to sing a song right after T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Check it out. <laughs> I like how you had to pause to spell trouble. No, I had it the whole time. <laughs> Convincing. T-R-O-R-O-U-B-L. Anyway, this show is... I don't think it should have won the golden globes for best uh comedy or musical Clearly, of the year nice. uh however hell yeah for season two of the good place yes yeah. season three not so much so far Boo. uh Boo it's okay i think i also like season two better except season for that two Jan is episode, amazing which except is for the goddamn what? brilliant the, la- the last the 10th episode i don't know if you got that far uh, i've the, finished season two the, no of season three oh no 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 uh, th- that's so far it's the mid-season finale of season three is Fucking spectacular. Amazing. I can't wait. Anyway, uh, the Kaminsky Method. Uh, watch it. It's really good. Michael Douglas deserved his award. I'm glad that they did it. As soon as I finished watching that, I was raving about it. You guys know. So uh, check it out. It's really good. Very funny. Very heartfelt. Sometimes sad. But otherwise, great show. Cool. Cool. Uh, the Chuck Train is going to keep on oh, keep, here. Keep. I kept. Kept. Um, I'm probably going to keep it because it sounds real good. Uh, sick note. Sick note. Okay, so on a... Total Lark. Um, I just uh, Netflix original. Sick note. I saw Rupert Grant, aka Ron Weasley. I saw Nick Frost, aka you know Nick Frost, awesome. buddy with Simon Pegg and fat funny guy. And I'm like, why the fuck not? There was two seasons of it, so I had to watch the first season in order to get to the second season, so I could count the second season in my uh, you know awards list. Um, the show's pretty funny okay it's all right uh nick frost is god you watch two seasons of it i mean they're like 20 minute episodes and they're like maybe eight episodes a season all right it doesn't matter what the show is if it's a 20 minute episode chuck's watching the whole thing absolutely absolutely crashing is back soon by the way just throw that out there Ooh, i love me some love me some crashing uh anywho um so the story is uh um, Rupert Grant is kind of this. He works insurance. Oh, the first season, J- Don Johnson's in it, and he is like this <laughs> cowboy kind right. of guy who's slinging medicine. He's like a dirty medicine, corporate medicine guy. Dirty right? medicine slinger, slinging that dirty medicine. Right, more or less. Uh, Rupert Grant tries to sell people on it and the insurance, etc. So Rupert Grant, like, uh, he feeling sick. He goes to the doctor, who's Nick Frost. Nick Frost is like, oh, you have cancer. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, I'll give you six months. And so he goes back. He tells everybody he was about to get fired, but now he's, like, locked in. Uh, turns out um, Nick Frost is kind of an idiot. And uh, the, um, the cancer that he found on his x-ray was, like, a smudge of dressing. 
Um, and so his boss Jesus. says, hey, if you ever fuck up again, you're fired. He's like, oh, okay. And so he gets the guy in, and he's like, turns out you don't really have cancer, but don't tell anybody. So the entire premise of the show is them lying about him having cancer. Uh, and Rupert Grant is just kind of skating by. He actually kills one of his friends uh, because the guy finds out. But that dude's also kind of sleeping with his girlfriend. So, I can, you know. Clearly deserved. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Nick Frost is ridiculous. He's so funny. I love it. As so he, good. As he is want to be. He is want to be that. But That's why funny I said dude. that. Uh, I mean, it's okay. I'll probably keep watching it because it's 20 minutes. It's on Netflix, and I can like put it in the background. Is there supposed to be a third season? Probably. <laughs> it's a it's one of those uh, Netflix bought a BBC show. I got you. Um, so there's probably going to be another season on, if I had to guess. That's fair. I can see that. I might check that out one day, maybe. Um, stand up and away. Okay, so this is Brian Regan um, doing. Oh. I have watched an episode of this. He's doing stand-up, and then he'll cut to, like, some pre-taped kind of comedy bits. Um, It's all right. almost. It's all right. It's not what I was hoping for when I saw new Brian Regan material on Netflix. Yeah. Because, as you guys know, they're doing great things with stand-up. Not so much with skits. It turns out, yeah, this is not one of those things. The skits are easily the worst part of this. And also, the whoever his, like co-host with the microphone yeah that keeps asking questions yeah. not it's a fan not, of hers it's not good yeah I'm brian regan is a very a funny individual and occasionally in that first episode he is still funny and mm-hmm. i laughed but it's few and far between when he's just doing like straight up stand-up it's fantastic yeah he's funny but there's but, not a ton of that it turns out no, before he goes to a skit or talking to hey let's girl. look at the skit and it's like eh. yeah almost um, none of them are good no. I don't remember any that are, now that I think about it. No. Um, there's what, like three episodes of that? It's like three one-hour specials? I don't know, but I'm not going to watch the other two. That is correct. That's a no. Yeah, it's a cut for me. Cut. Yeah. It's a shame. Cut, cut. Um, and then uh, this one I'm pretty sure I haven't watched. Death by Magic. Death by Magic makes me wish there was Magic for Humans Season 2. God, I really Which I imagine will be a thing eventually. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot I, of people, like, it, it took hold that show like i know a lot of people talked about that's it. what i'm saying I'm thinking death by magic is the serious version of that like there's this guy who's charismatic but he's not show? funny yes okay um he does like serious magic the the one that he was doing had something to do with this guy who all of his shows entail something about a magic trick where somebody died and he's going to try to recreate this and not get killed um, so the premise is nice. Uh, the first one was a guy who was trying to get out of a straight jacket before a car ran over him, and the guy ran ran over him and he died. Uh, and before he died, he looked at the driver and said, I don't blame you. It was like the last thing he ever said. Uh, turns out he had a, a stroke heart attack right when he was doing the that's, stuff. That's some shit timing. And the and then the uh, uh, the car like ran over his neck and his... He was dying from stroke, broken neck, and like neck suffocation, death stuff. Um, I'm Write no zo- that one down. I'm no zoologist. Um, <laughs> neck suffocation, death stuff. It's my favorite fucking band. <laughs> band name called it. So, oh shit. Um, 
But uh, so the the end like magic trick, he's like in this box and a train is coming and there's a bunch of people from that town where that magician died that's sitting there watching and of course he gets obliterated and he's a magician. And he's like, ah, and they're like, oh shit. So uh, <laughs> that, that was the, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that got, it was like in the 20s. They liked him more. Okay. Um, anyway, it's, it's okay, but it's not, Kristen liked it a lot more than I did. Um, it's hard to so for me like the thing that death with death sorry that magic for humans did so well that I liked is it was just an enjoyable like relatable show like it had subject matter and he was always teaching some sort of lesson or relating it back to like the real world in some fashion particularly if found, your name was Susan yes magic for also Susan's. magic for Susan's was, is amazing yeah especially is. the dog the dog named Susan <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> um but yeah, that, um, this sounds like it lacks that kind of charm. It does. If this show had come out first, I have a feeling that I would have liked it a lot more uh, because I love magic, and uh, you know this guy's really good at it and so you far. Love death. I do, uh, and defying it. Um, but um, like, just Magic for Humans was just so fun to watch. You know, super streamable. Yeah, um, and just you know, just fun and funny. This, this show is not funny, but it is good. So the magic is good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess uh, keep. You finished it, right? I did not finish it. I watched the first episode. Oh, just first episode. Okay. Yeah. But Kristen likes it, so you'll probably. She loves it. Yeah. So that's a keep. We never talked about Patriot. Cut for me. Um. Next show. Yeah, we should save that. All right. All right. Uh, that said, we are going to talk about um. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Cool, finally. Right? God, I finished this the week it came out. Um, which I did was not, but once October? I started watching it, I could not stop. Um, this is uh, Similar original. to Lace. Say so what? Similar to Lace. Or Pringles, once you pop. There. Oh, shit. I, I eat a lot of Lace like, I was like, is that what he's... Because yeah, I thought you said Lace at stuff. first. No. Anyway. Maybe, maybe my drink was Lace. Maybe so. Either way. Uh, <laughs> Don't look, shut up. Either way, this show, uh, Netflix original, um, it stars the girl who was Don Draper's daughter in Mad Men. I don't remember her name. But now she works um, with Satan. She does indeed, along with her entire family. Um, this is the, uh, obviously based on the like original TV show with, uh, what's her face? Sarah Michelle Geller. Melissa no. Joan Hart. Somebody Joan with Hart. three names. Clarissa, man. Who, oddly enough, just made headlines because uh, she told her kids to not ever trust anyone that doesn't believe in Jesus. They're all bad people, including the Jews. Oh. Um, she didn't say that, but that was very... It was parenthetical. It was indeed. Um, but... She puts the parent in parenthetical. And people are like, hey, you played a witch. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, so this is the... Definitely the much more serious, it's though it is darker, sometimes funny, for sure. um, but yeah, the much more serious, uh, darker version, uh, initially supposed to be a spinoff or like tied into Riverdale. It still kind of does. They so mentioned, Riverdale is definitely mentioned a handful of times, yeah. um, which I, th- I think is neat, but um, yeah, man, this is like, got some teenage angst, but also a whole lot of Satan worshipping, and they take it like seriously in a way that if I told you that there was a drama on... Uh, Netflix about a girl who was dealing with like the kind of like 
being a part of the Mormon church and also her like life with her friends that weren't Mormon and trying to balance that. That would just seem like a normal, potentially intriguing show if it was well made, right? right? Methodist. <laughs> yeah, Lutherans. sure. Maybe not Methodist, but uh, <laughs> but no, like I, damn, that's, that's constantly what I kept like thinking of because the Mormon faith is like is obviously. I'm in- intrigued by the no, waters we're treading. I can't wait well to see known, where it goes. But it's kind of weird, and it's a very small segment of the population that like believes in it. But like, it's not snake handlers. Snake handlers is another good example. Not as much as Mormons, <laughs> but like just a small sect of people. But like, it's been Mormons. I say because it's been obviously like talked about, and there's been shows about it, and it's like well covered. There's never been a show in which people are just super casually Satanists. It is she out. okay? Oh, praise the dark lord. <laughs> Unholy shit. <laughs> Unholy shit. When you told me that line, I am watching that show it is just, not tonight because I need to sleep, but tomorrow. It is just delivered with like such ease. Like It is the most natural thing in the world to say everything as backwards as you can possibly imagine. And it's done so well that every time it's like both funny and I almost kind of appreciate it also. <laughs> You would. It's really, really good. <laughs> um, turns out when you use a statue of the uh, the Dark Lord, you have to pay $50 million to somebody. Well, you don't have to. They can ask for it. They did. Did they pay $50 yes. million? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. They got That's settled. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Especially for that amount of money. Um, but, yeah, this is literally there just about. Season two. She basically, yeah, right. in the first season, is... Uh, trying to decide whether or not she wants to join the church of satan mm-hmm. or you know and leave kind of her mortal world and uh, her boyfriend and everybody behind harvey harvey indeed um or if she wants to to not do that or again strike some kind of balance but man there's some like crazy dark shit there are fucking demons that try to kill you in your sleep and i mean she sacrifices one of her friends and then brings her back to life she, she just totally like yeah totally murders somebody at one yeah. point like mm-hmm. it ain't fucking nothing. Um, Salem, uh, they took a different uh, took a different tact. Yeah, definitely the, not a huge part of the show this time around. Or you know, a puppet. Yeah, also that. <laughs> or talking. Uh, but I will say that whenever Salem transforms into a panther and destroys a scarecrow zombie in the first episode, that was pretty baller. But it was. Talk though. Nope. No. He clearly is communicating with with her, but he's not talking out loud. Right. Which I was also initially disappointed with and have since grown to actually really like. Yeah, that would have been stupid. In a show that's this dark, it would have been so out of place. I would have fucking hated it. If it was like the cat's mouth moving, I agree. I think they could have found a way to do it where it was like VO and like telepathy kind of thing i don't think so but i'm that all that said i'm very happy with the way they decided to do it yes i agree i like the uh chubby lady who was in wonder woman who's her aunt i want to say from studio 60 on the sunset strip uh chubby woman from yeah Yeah. i guess she's awesome in this show so is uh miranda otto yeah, uh, both ants are amazing. Yes, um, they they play off each other very well. I'm not sure I liked her, um, her cousin, yes. the black kid. Um, you know what I'm talking about the yeah. guy who's trapped in the house. I liked him in certain uh, the dream episode, the dream demon episode in particular. I liked him quite a bit. That was by 
that was my favorite episode with my least favorite villain. Man, that makeup was awful. real bad. It was awful. It looked like a CW makeup show. Yeah, like, like it looked like something off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Um, it was very out also, of place. this show is kind of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Man, she used to look a lot different. Yes, she did. Um, it just, like, is crazy to me. It, like, to me, it scratches that same itch as Buffy did. It's kind of Freak of the Week. Obviously, some, like, occult stuff going on. Um, this is a little more serious and a little better acted, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that's probably just that it's 20 or 30 years later or whatever it is. But Christmas episode, still good? Yes, still very good. I mean, it's it's kind of a, a one-off, but it's it's obviously still dealing to some extent with the aftermath of the finale. And then we've only got to wait a few months until uh, there's a whole other season or part two of season one. I or, hate how they're doing however this. They're just doing do, it, just say season two. And then they've already, of course, said there's going to be an additional set of episodes at least yeah. after that. So yeah. definitely more Sabrina to come. Um, obviously, nothing final just yet. There's still plenty of TV to come. But as of right now, that show is squarely in my top ten. Pray, cool. Oh, there's more Sabrina? Oh, Praise Satan. Thanks, Satan. <laughs> so good. Evan is not happy. I'm joking, of course. About um, this. About whatever, Evan, whatever not gets Satan. Whatever more Sabrina. About Evan, not Satan. <laughs> Um, you know what? Hey, let's move on to uh, let's move on to movies. Okay, no, I can talk now. Yay! Um, we're not doing that first. Uh, a spoiler-free uh, impressions of Mary Poppins Returns, please. Yeah, sure. Um, did you like Mary Poppins? Uh, it's a top ten movie of all time for me. You're gonna like this movie. Cool. Um, <laughs> me not so much, but. It's still an enjoyable overall experience. I, I like a musical just in general. Um, my particular issue, especially with this being a modern movie, is it is saccharine as fuck. This movie is so sweet. Awesome. And like, so it's Mary Poppins? So, yes. So and, and I totally get that, right? Like I absolutely understand that that's what they're going for. Um, it's so I that the medicine only, will go down. Yes, yes. This is only a movie, only a kind of movie that Disney can make. Um, this is just a movie that feels like a harken back absolutely to the old classic live action Disney musicals. There's an animated sequence in it, just like there was in the original. I've seen that um, in the trailers. They like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, this is the children from the first one grown up, grown up and with kids of their own. Yes. Uh, and yeah, so obviously Mary Poppins is the nanny to the new children and, um, you know, without going into to spoilers in any way, but like the. They recognize her, but she hasn't aged, so there's, like, the magic still and the wonder behind everything. Right. But they kind of, as they are adults, don't believe that what they did as children actually happened. And so, like, there's – for me, I was way more interested in the B story of the movie, which is what's going on with the parents, than I was the kids with Mary Poppins. Gotcha. Um, lots of music in this movie. Like, awesome. Just God, I'm so excited. Um it, it was interesting when Manuel Miranda got nominated. I mentioned this in the group chat yesterday, but he kind of is just a character that shows up. He plays, a, I guess, one of the kids from the original one as well. Um, oh, yeah? The chimney sweep kid, I guess. I haven't seen Mary oh, Poppins in okay. two decades. Jack? I'd have to go back. That's okay. definitely not a prominent character. Or at least they talk about him as though he was there. I don't, it's been so long. but I mean, there's um, a lot of chimney sweeps in the original movie, to be fair. That is fair. Most of them are um, grown men. Yeah, so but and basically, they chiru, just they also all step over the in place. Time. They, do, they do, and they anyway. So he's like <laughs> a character it, that shows that up, helps sing a song. Normally, there's like some sort of peril or something going on that they have to solve through song, 
and yeah. the camera usually pans over and there's Lin Manuel Miranda sitting on a lamppost or on a brick wall or just somewhere out of nowhere showing up and he helps sing a song and they fix the issue and then he disappears for another 20 minutes and comes back and does the same thing. Um, but the movie has charm. Like it, it is hard to deny. Emily Blunt is just an enjoyable actress in general. She's a great actress. She's fun to watch. Um, it, it's definitely not a bad movie. I just left personally saying, man, if I liked the first one, I probably would have loved that movie. Good. Um, I'm were, glad to hear that. There were uh, multiple 50-plus-year-old women outside of the theater yeah! talking about it, how it's like the greatest thing they've ever seen and how Man. they wanted to cheer and I, clap and everything else. Like Outside of... I'm trying to think if there's another movie I've seen more than Mary Poppins. It may be the movie I've seen the most in my life. Okay. Like, it's definitely over 50 viewings at this point. I think mine's probably Princess Bride. I've seen Princess Bride probably double digit times, but not as much as Mary Poppins. Man, Shawshank's up there. Braveheart too. would be up there. Fellowship of the Ring, without question. I can see that. I mean, I mean, I've seen this movie several when, times. When too, that movie came out on DVD, I literally watched it every night. Dark Knight, almost a year. That's a lot. I love that movie. So I've right, not right, seen any movie clear, that many it's times. It's also like a five-hour movie. It's three, three and a half if you do the, the extended cut. Which um, I prefer not to. I'm not prefer not to. I like the extended cut, but that's a real good movie, though. It is. Anyway, and so is Mary Poppins. It sounds like watch Mary if Poppins you like if Mary you were Poppins. a fan of the original. Absolutely. I felt like I had to watch this. If anything, uh, Mary was in town. And we wanted to see a movie, and I was not going to go see Mary Queen of Scots. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do God, it. God, all the Marys. I know, right? You had to go see a Mary movie. She wanted to see it, but I'm sorry, I'm not doing Revolutionary Era like fucking period piece drama. I'm not going to do it. I'm a bad boyfriend. Fair enough. Bad boy. <laughs> no. Friend. So I figured uh, we watch this instead, and I know you'd want to talk about it probably for the awards. So. Yes. Um, man. I don't doubt it's going to be in your 10. Um, there's a good chance, it turns out. Um, I'm hoping to go see it in the next couple nights, if it's still in theaters. Um, no, moving on. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, me and Evan went and saw Mortal Engines <laughs> since the last time we recorded. This bums me out, man. Uh, this is a Peter Jackson joint. Um or did he direct it or just produce it? Directed it. it. Okay. Um, He's not had the best luck since the Lord of the Rings. No, it turns out. Um, so this is a basically a movie that takes place in a future in which uh, all the cities have had to become mobile, um, and larger uh, predator cities such as London um, feast on smaller cities and basically like take their parts and like bring their people into the question. Into the city. I, we don't have to delve deep into this. You hated this movie, right? Sure. Um, this is far and away the worst movie of the year. Not for me, but that's okay. I haven't seen it yet, but Predator is fucking real bad. I'm going to watch um, Predator soon, <laughs> but I can't imagine something worse than this. Me and Evan were just fucking flabbergasted. The movie... That trailer fooled me. The trailer oh, looks awesome. The, the trailer is the first like 10 minutes of the movie, which is great. And then everything else... Listen, I don't give a fuck if I spoil this bullshit for anybody. All right, so there's cool city shit, and there's like a giant city chasing the smaller city. I was going to ask, does the scale, because like when they show London, it looks like it's like three buildings in London, and they're like, oh my god, that's a predator city. It's clearly bigger than that. I mean, it's gigantic, Okay, for sure. Like, in the trailers, that's the one thing that always like struck me as weird. I'm like, they're saying that's all of London, but that's clearly I mean, not. it's clearly also not all the buildings in London, that's but what I was, I was just asking. it's probably 50 to 60 full-size buildings okay, okay. on this thing. 
um, that eats other cities, and then uh, the chick that's trying to kill uh, what's his face, V for Vendetta. That's what he went to. V for Vendetta, Red Skull, Lord of the Rings elf guy. Uh, That's a long business card. Elrond, Agent Smith. Elrond Hubbard. Oh, yeah, Agent Smith. Also the Matrix. Or Hugo, Megatron. All that stuff. Anyway, he uh, she wants to kill him, and uh, it's tough to do that because some weird robot zombie thing is chasing her. Seen but that in the trailer, yeah. It's all good. Uh, the, here's the spoilers that I don't care if I spoil for you guys. Um, about two thirds into the movie, uh, she uh, he realizes right as he's about to murder her that she's in love with some dude she met like twenty minutes ago in the movie, and uh-huh. so he dies. What? No, I have no better explanation. He says, oh, you're in love with this guy, and then he fucking dies. Like, because of that. No, because she loves him, and then they go kind of save the city, and then the movie's over. Did you fall asleep? No, man. I talked about this with Evan, and we were both sure that the, ro- the robot zombie died because she was in love with the guy oh, she the met. Oh, the robot died. I thought you meant Hugo Weaving died. Oh, no, no. The robot Yeah, you died. explained that poorly. Yeah, very poorly. I definitely thought Hugo Weaving died. No, Hugo, Hugo Weaving doesn't die. Oh, well. The robot zombie does. So happy Because she's around. in love. Maybe it broke his k- programming. <laughs> the programming? The programming. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's Mortal Engines. Yeah, fuck that movie. It sucks. Uh, talk to me about Mile 22. Oh, man, speaking of movies that are not good. Um, I've really? Heard, I have heard nothing good about this oh, movie. Oh, God, I wanted movies to be good. Movies that disappoint based on the talent involved. Um, I love Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg together. I want them to make nothing but movies together. Oh, this is a Peter Berg joint? Yeah, dude. This is this oh. is the Deepwater Horizon no, guy. No, fuck it. Deepwater Horizon. This movie sucked. I couldn't finish it. I turned it the fuck off. I'm going to watch it. Um, the first. I'm watching it tomorrow. 50 minutes of this movie is just <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is angry and he doesn't get as angry when he slaps a Livestrong bracelet that's on his wrist. What? Like, <laughs> it, it, the, cre- the opening credits are like, you know how they like sometimes go through the history of a character or like do like voiceover setup and like show like quick cut scenes? It's all about him as a kid that apparently he's got some sort of deficiency or like learning disability or is just an angry fucking kid. This is in Mile 22? Yes. And they talk about this. There was none of this in any no, thing. No, that true story. Led up to this. They talk about how sometimes you need a coping mechanism or something to do to distract you when you start to lose control. And they give him essentially a Livestrong bracelet. And they're like, whenever you're mad, just just snap it on your wrist. And the <laughs> that's first amazing. Half of this movie is just him at whatever government headquarters building he is at, going around, pointing at people. Yelling and then snapping that bracelet, and then the dude from the raid shows up, and you find out I'm back that in. He's a Chinese <laughs> spy who has some time diffuse mechanism on like fucking Chinese secrets about some explosive they're trying to find from the very first scene in the movie, and they got to protect him for a 22 mile uh, route to get him to the embassy or safe harbor or whatever. And then I turned it off. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Haba. One cool action scene, and everything else in that movie sucked. It's bad. I'm sold. It's not a good movie. Haba. I don't understand. At one point, he goes up to what's-her-name from The Walking Dead and just takes her phone and throws it on the ground and points her fucking, like, 
can we get it together? You're supposed to ruin your fucking job here. Forget about your kid that you're not allowed to see because your husband just hung up on you and I broke your phone so you can't call her back. Let's get in the fucking game. And then they just end the scene. And then he snaps the bracelet. He does. <laughs> I thought this was like action, like killing people and shit. Well, I, maybe I only made it 30 minutes in, but it felt like an hour and not a whole lot. There was- 30 minutes? Like I mean, like, I watched thirty minutes of this movie. It's probably a goddamn masterpiece. It's not, it's not, dude. The movie is real bad. I couldn't finish. It. I watched oh. half the movie. I, I did go back and check on Plex. I watched half of it. It's bad. It's real bad. All right, fair enough. Um, uh, you were never really here. Who's watched that? Uh, that was me. Go, Jeff. Um, go. Okay, so this is um, first of all. This particular performance, I, I love Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, this particular performance makes me incredibly excited for him to be the Joker. Um, he is essentially uh, somebody who goes around, uh, who's paid to go around and rescuing little girls from sex traffickers. And when he gets there, he brutally fucking murders them. And it is just a joy to watch. Because <laughs> um, these guys right. are super evil, and so he gets a hold of uh, one of these, like a senator hires him to 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 um, to go and rescue his daughter. So he goes, but it winds up being kind of like a trap oh, where he has like the a hatchet or whatever. Right? He's got a hammer, a ball hammer. peen hammer. Okay, um, I now I remember this movie. Uh, and then there is like some guy, like a Secret Service guy, knocks at the door and he opens it, and a guy walks up behind him and shoots him in the back of the head, and just m- blood money shot. All over Walking Phoenix, and like I was like, "Oh shit!" Because uh, it <laughs> was right. gross and incredibly surprising. He also has some very traumatic PTSD. Not only he's an ex-military guy, but also uh, his parents used to like fight, and his dad used to beat the shit out of his mom. So he used to, as a kid, go into his closet and wrap his head in like a uh, dry cleaning garment bag to like not hear them so in order to cope with stress he wraps a plastic bag around his head uh like just during the course of the movie there's some re- i mean it is super dark you should tell him to get a live strong bracelet and just snap it there's <laughs> much less chance of death that way um but uh, uh there's some really cool visuals in it but man it is dark it is very gritty it is super brutal i thought that was out this year apparently it's 2017 no, no, no. Why release 2018? 2017 was like release for... They do that on IMDb all the time. Uh, for, yeah, it's the uh, worst place to go for when a movie comes out. Yeah. Like if it hits one festival. Correct. Cans or Sundance or something, yep. it's considered out. And, and that's exactly what where it came out. Um, so, uh, but I think it, why release in like April, maybe this year, it was 2018 for sure. Uh, but anyway, it, it won't make my 10, but, uh, he will definitely be talked about for best actor, uh, when we get to that particular cool. report. That's one I definitely want to see. Hopefully that'll be on Plex soon. God, it is brutal, dude. It's already on there. Oh, is it? It's been on there for a while. Okay, cool. I need to go back. Yeah, that's why I was wanting to watch it. There's, man, I have. That's uh, it's, all I'm doing. It's now. also on Amazon. That's how I watched it. Oh, is it just, is it on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Cool. So you can probably watch it at better quality. Yes, I will do that. That's an HD. That'll happen soon, too. All right. Movies. Yay. Uh, speaking of which, what's the next one? I keep forgetting I'm hosting. You're the host. With the most no. times of forgetting that I'm the host. Um, <laughs> who watched Green Book? I did. Uh, again, spoil free. Talk to me about that. This movie is fucking fantastic. Um... 
I've I was, heard good things. I was worried it was going to be overhyped for me or that it wouldn't be a movie that I end up actually liking. Uh, it is impossible to not feel good in this movie. Like, it is I, just good. Go I was going to say, I get, for some reason, I, like, confuse this and Searching. I don't know why. Oh, man. Well, no. Sir, I like Searching. I mean, it's, they're like the same movie. I like Searching more. Green Book is a better movie. Um Although I think searching is incredibly well made and is absolutely in my also they always here. play that song I've been searching I've been searching anyway so Green Book uh, <laughs> uh, Golden Globe winning Green Book uh, is Mahershali and Viggo Mortensen as uh, a pair of people in the sixties I want to say possibly earlier than that um, but basically. Early civil rights era, uh, Mahershala Ali plays a true-life um, musician, Doc, Doc Shirley, um, who decides to willingly do a trip down to the Deep South to play in, like, plantation homes, basically. Um, it, it's just a very cool coming-of-age, like, acceptance story. Um, as, as a Brooklyn Italian man, a, like an immigrant, Viggo Mortensen kind of starts off as not necessarily a shitty racist character, but, like, he does stuff like there's... Uh, He's ignorant. Like, yeah, a couple of black guys come over to uh, fix the plumbing. Their, their sink is busted or whatever, and Linda Cardellini, his wife lets them have a drink of water because they were doing so much hard work and he sees it and like slyly grabs the cups and puts them in the trash like just kind of stupid you know borderline really shitty things to do and then obviously progresses and grows throughout the movie and it's about their friendship and and learning to put aside differences and that black people are humans that they're actually human beings yeah um also it's a good lesson to learn uh doc doc shirley is also gay so okay. it actually covers both of those aspects. Um, it's 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 just a it's a really good fucking movie. God, if he like, were also like a child actor too, Trey would be yeah. super trifecta. Black gay child actor. <laughs> yes. I Why guess do you say so, I like man. single parents so much and Moonlight. Yeah, that too. <laughs> God, Moonlight's so good. Jeez. Um, anyway, yeah, I think everybody should should watch this movie. Like, it's getting some flack God, for can't wait. being like a white savior type movie, but I think that's stupid. I think the best part about this movie is that both characters learn from each other. Um, that he is. Well, I mean, it's 20, 2019 and the internet is out story. there. So, um, Viggo what do we learn? Character. What did you learn about yourself, though, Josh? Um, did you grow? I did not. Oh. I was already nope. woke. He had an entire nope. bag of nope. Doritos nope. while watching this movie. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> He did grow a little bit. Po- anyway, pockets full of hot dogs. Anyway, yeah, no, Green Book is fantastic. Uh, performances like uh, Mahershala Ali is fantastic. He absolutely Duh. deserves all the awards. I would hope Sam Elliott would have a shot from A Star Is Born, but I doubt that at this point in time. Um, he is absolutely who I think should win the Best Supporting Actor as of right now. Fair enough. All right, I'm looking forward to that movie too. Mm-hmm. Get it? This is it not on Plex, is it? No. Okay. Just making sure I didn't miss it too. Um. What's next? Let's talk about Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee. Uh, hey, they made a good Transformers movie. They made a pretty good Transformers movie. <laughs> Bumblebee um, Tuna. I would say they made Bumblebee a really Tuna. good Transformers movie. I'm not quite there. I think it's uh, so. It's easily the best Transformers movie. Low it's bar, a huge but yes. Step in the right direction, and it's they a, have, they're color coded through and through. It is a solid movie, except for one thing, which is John Cena. I like John Cena as an actor. I like him as a person. I have definitely turned around on him as a wrestler. He sucks in this movie. 
He is not the best. He's real bad. But I think sucks is a strong word. He's <laughs> just not he great. Sucks. It's definitely um, not his best performance, but it's a solid performance. My favorite part of this movie, outside of the relationship between Bumblebee and Charlie, um, is the fact that it's on such a small scale. There's three robots in this movie that I can think of. Right? There's just Bumblebee and the two. Yeah, outside of like the couple the, of like flashbacks to Cybertron and the, stuff like the that. Yeah. Very like animated movie feeling of the beginning of that movie. Oh my right? god, it's so good. It's very cool. The action is great. I did not grow up loving G one Transformers or Transformers in general. I like the Shia LaBeouf movies. I don't like anything that happened with Mark Wahlberg afterward. I think they're shitty bad movies. Um, but this is a, this is a very solid movie. This is from Travis Knight, who directed Kubo and the Two Strings, which is one of my favorite animated movies of all time. Um, they do a really good job of selling you on the boy and his dog story of Charlie and Bumblebee. Agreed. Um, I will say, so I had only one complaint, and it was not John Cena. Um, there you go. Um, he had a voice at the beginning. Yeah. Bumblebee fucking talked for like the first 20 minutes of this movie. Dylan O'Brien was that voice. Who's that? The Maze Runner. Oh, that's cool. And Teen Wolf. Um, yeah. No. Oh, shit. Teen Wolf? Yeah. Teen was... Wolf's own Dylan O'Brien, the kid who got hit by a car. <laughs> it was really cool. Maybe it was Bumblebee. And then they fucking take out his voice box early Bumblebee on, yeah. and I was bummed. The, uh, adherence... I'm so tired of Bumblebee talking through a goddamn radio the adherence to the dumb michael bay storyline of bumblebee for some reason can't talk is the worst part of this movie if he if he would have some of the like drove the plot a little bit so i can understand (laughs) that but nice um (laughs) nope not at all i'm owning it though um (laughs) no but like outside of that man i just i think this movie would have been like a nine out of ten for me if, if he Bumblebee would have just talked the whole goddamn time. So the him not talking really bugged you? It did. It did indeed. Volkswagen. Bug. I yeah. got it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't love it, but I got it. Um no man, some of the action in this is good. It, it's incredible. Good action, it like, is not like chaotic like the Michael Bay films at all. Steady cam, which is yes. the best. Um some of the like the way the the bad guys basically transform into cars and also like either a helicopter or a, like a jet, mm-hmm. and they do that like really quickly between the three modes. Like literally, like it's a dude, and then it turns into a car, it jumps up a ramp, and then like once it's in the air, it turns into a fucking helicopter. And no, that whistles. reminds me of those really Batman's. good uh, Transformers video games on the 360. Yes, Cybertron. Cybertron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I also like, like, in the... The beginning like, of this movie feels like it's just a realistic cutscene from that sh- game. It very much does. Cool. It's awesome. Um, I like the, like, chase sequence with the cop car in the tunnel and how Bumblebee, like, half transforms and stays in, like, karma yeah. enough to where they're not crushed, um, as the Family Guy joke was. Um, I like that they use the original Transformers sound a lot in the movie of, like, the actual transforming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like that. Soundwave is in there for a little bit, which is really cool. That cool. is true. Yeah. Soundwave. Very beginning, man. And yeah. He, that voice is like they nail it. Like it. It is absolutely the movie that the first Transformers movie should, like, should happen. I really, really, really hope they make another one of these. It's I not know, performing well. Which I know it's not me, doing well. Um, but they also Hasbro movies or whatever. Like they are tied to this idea of creating a shared cinematic universe. I hope that they just continue because, like, canonically, there's a lot of things that are counterproductive to the Michael Bay timeline. Like, this could absolutely go off in its own direction, even though he doesn't have a voice. 
and they don't need to be Michael Yeah, they could just fix his fucking voice and start Transformers over again. Absolutely. Like, there's absolutely nothing in this movie aside from that aspect tying it to the Michael Bay movies. Um, the designs have totally changed. Yeah. The, the very, very end, obviously, it was like, man, do they really need to do that? Um, I don't know. Do you care about spoilers too much? Sort of. Okay. Anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they, they didn't necessarily need to do something that would kind of tie it a little bit more to the Michael Bay side, but um, mm. it just in general, like, yeah, I do hope they continue because I want to see more. I want to see more from this director, and I want to mm-hmm. see more from a re-envisioned, like, colorful, bright, fun Transformers movie that doesn't focus on being badass all the time. Yeah. This is a genuinely, I mean, this would be a good movie even if it wasn't a Transformers movie, if that makes sense. Like, there's a yeah, lot it's of... Just a, it's a, it's yeah. a good story in general. Well made, well written, the whole nine. Indeed. Um, cool. Uh, two big ones left. Uh, let's start, since I get to host the show, with Aquaman. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> um, You're a real son of a bitch, you know that. Hey, listen, don't flounder on this idea. Let's let him talk. This is my favorite movie of the year. Uh, I was trying to get into the fish part in there, but I couldn't think of one. Um, it's like chum in the water for me. There it is. Um, yeah, so uh, Aquaman's doing real well it financially. T- turns out. $950 million worldwide at this point. Um, Should cross a billion this weekend. Yeah, which is I mean, very d- definitely more crowded than it used to be, but still a pretty elusive spot for a film. I mean, it made more money than Venom Guardians two or thor three which is saying a lot wonder woman it's and wonder, uh, wonder woman i mean yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's any the of most financially successful dceu movie um so this is like like i said very easily far and away my favorite movie of the year um is it the best movie of the year no but i definitely think that it's an incredibly well-made movie i think that um through and through like from beginning to end i loved every second of it um the thing that I, this movie reminds me of, like, why I do love comic books so much. I definitely have not read comics anywhere near as much as you guys. You understand that. You know that. But this movie reminds me of why I did gravitate toward DC instead of Marvel for it's the characters themselves. Like, I personally, for whatever reason, like DC's characters, and I think it's the reason that I like comic books so much is that it doesn't have to be. The stories are fantastic a lot of times. There's very famous ones that are that are great, but you're almost attached just as much to the character and that particular aspect of the story as you are the stories that are being told. Because there's way too much lore. There's so much being told in stories over the years. Sure. 75 plus years, it's impossible to be caught up with everything unless you're a psycho like Evan. Um, <laughs> so like for me, this just feels like a movie that is based on a character that I've always had a fondness for. It definitely is a new take on the character to a point. Sure. Um, but man, the lore in this movie is so fucking cool. I love every aspect of that. Like the, the backstory about Atlantis, the fall of Atlantis, the seven different kingdoms. Um, Jason Momoa is just so fucking charming in this movie. Um, he's just a fun dude. Yeah. Is, I want to hang out I with that dude. That, I want that man to be my best friend. Like, no, I don't just not want to be a guy that I know. I want him to be my best friend. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> but damn it, if it could, man. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't know, man. I, I saw this movie four times opening weekend. I want to go back and see it again. Like I didn't want to see any other movie for the rest of the year after I watched it. Personally, fair enough. Um, Check. Um, I loved it. Uh, I mean, there is no better way that you can. I mean, a lot of people when, you know, uh, Momo was first announced, like, oh, he's not a white guy with blonde hair. Well, no shit, Sherlock. He's 
Samoan, but uh, or Hawaiian. He's Hawaiian. Anyway, um, he did a great job. Uh, the it doesn't matter. I think I'm pretty sure he's Hawaiian. Anyway, um, the Rock is Samoan. Yeah, he does. This, he does it like he does the dance too. The Hawaiians do dances. Okay, it's I Polynesian that was a Samoan dance. thing. That particular dance. Sorry. Anyway, um, Josh is on it. <laughs> for God's sake, um, there is no other way that you could have done Black Manta any better than how they did it. His suit was perfect. The actor was great. Uh, it is just about as perfect as you could possibly be as far as that particular character. And that's a tough character to, uh, he's American. I searched nationality first and it was American. And I was like, you know what? I deserve that. So I put in ethnicity, still American. <laughs> the same thing. God, that was funny. Uh, native, sorry. He is of native Hawaiian descent. His father is. Okay. Thank you. Well, his mother is German. Because remember, his grandmother is uh, in Iowa, and he said Hawaii spelled backwards as Iowan, or Iowa, <laughs> but with I's and A's and H's. Not the smartest man. No, it was funny. No, he did it as a joke. I know he did. Anyway, uh, also, um, Ocean Master, uh, I don't know how they pulled that mask off, but they did. I love it so much. Um, that's one of the things comic. I feel like they didn't pull off. Oh, but. I do. Oh, you're a crazy I person. I just thought it was goofy looking. You're a crazy person. I, I don't know about the way that it formed to his face, but the actual look while they were fighting and stuff, it was like you, I, like just reading a comic book. Straight out of it was so good. Um, and it's one of the best comic book, I think, final fights, like third acts that I've seen. Uh, outside of, of course, you know, Thanos and uh, Infinity War, but yeah, that was set up over 10 about. years. But, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about, like, just the, the Lord of the Rings style fight leading to that one yeah. battle on top of the ship. I mean, think about recent Man. recent comic book movies, regardless of a genre. I mean, you know, Ego, eh. Uh, what was that guy's name? Ronan the Accuser? Meh. Riot? Oh, God, No. Uh, even Vulture, they barely fought at the end. There's like, they the fell down. Yeah, they fell down, and then he's like, eh, eh Michael Keaton, I want to Michael Keaton, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought this was like, it was filled with action. There was some tenseness to it, and it was it was awesome. It was everything I wanted from this movie. Gotcha. Actually, a little more. All right. Not the best made DC movie, but probably the most fun I've had. Even yeah, though Wonder Woman's real close. The thing that I like about this is it also, like, this is just continuing the trend of, like, so I'll, I'll finally, I guess, have to admit it, even though I fought against it. Like, yeah, they should have just done solo movies to begin with. Like, their solo movies work. Um, Suicide yeah. Squad did not. Batman v Superman did not for most people. I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as people say it is. Justice League also did not hit for most people. I also think it's not as bad. But uh, you look at, for the most part, Man of Steel. Definitely Wonder Woman and Aquaman are straight-up crowd-pleasers. People like those movies. Yeah. They are successful. Man of Steel, least monetary success of all of the movies, unfortunately. Yeah, it was also the beginnings, um, though. It well, was the beginning. for inflation. <laughs> but, like, I mean, to me, like, this is what gives me hope that they can continue with this universe. Even if they have to recast Batman, which they're gonna. Even if they have to recast Superman, which I hope they won't, but, you know, you never know. Henry Cavill keeps making me think that he wants to be the role. Let's, let's wait until Shazam to see what happens. That's true. I also think this is gonna be a, just monetarily, a huge bump for Shazam. I think Shazam is gonna make a buttload of money. Not this amount, but I think this like Shazam could be in the eight hundred. I think it's got, I think it's got a possibility to make more. 
than Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I'd be all for that. Man, even though I, like I Aquaman hope that movie's as good as I think it's going to be. Oh, man, I can't um, fucking wait. But no, Aquaman was really good. I'm definitely um, a bit more of a Marvel fanboy than DC, which I feel like no. is probably the opposite of you guys, turns out. Um, so, you know, I mean, obviously no strong attachment to Aquaman going in. Um, it's it, a really damn good movie. It's also the character who's been the butt of a joke for 30 years yeah. because of the Super Friends cartoon. Um, well, among other things. And Evan. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that all really started with Super Friends. No, I get that it did, but, like, also just the, like, part of the power set is just easy to make fun of in a way that several other superheroes... To me, not in this movie. They made talking to that, well, badass. No, that, and I get that. I'm just saying, like, it's Talk inherently badass. easy to flip it and it. make it goofy if you want to it's not hard a hard like jump to make that's true I, um, I get you. whereas you know having laser eyes is not so much <laughs> when it comes to superman uh something you can just easily make real goofy um anyways that said i really like this movie it's probably just behind wonder woman for me um you guys keep saying it's not the best made i'm assuming you're referring to wonder woman in that situation absolutely i also think i just enjoyed wonder woman more but again, I think probably that's just my lack of connection to DC and Aquaman that's that makes it that way. This was definitely the more fun movie. Um, Jason Momoa is absolutely fucking charming as hell. Um, Amber Heard uh, should keep wearing that thing um, that she wears in the movie all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Facebook got to see that. Um, oh, man. No, it was really, really good. I also agree. The third act is significantly better than Wonder Woman's. Yeah, for me, like, I think this is the most fun of the DC movies. I actually think that Wonder Woman for the first two acts is a better made movie. I will give you that. I think Man of Steel is the most consistently best made of the three, personally. It's still my favorite. It's, this is the It's most up fun. there. I like Man of Steel a lot. I'm definitely, like, it's uh, obviously top three DC movies. We can dump Suicide Squad and wait for James I know, to Suicide a- Squad 2. We can make Batman, and we can make Wonder Woman 2, and, like, we can just pick up right where we fucking left off and, like, do good things, get the Green Lantern movie made, and get a real Justice League movie. Like, Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, maybe recast The Flash. I like Ezra Miller, but we don't need him. (laughs) Sorry, bro. Stick with Harry Potter. Um, No, yeah, I hope that's where this goes. I don't know. I mean, obviously, um, it's so hard not to compare the two. It's Marvel impossible. and DC. It's, you can't talk about um, without the. You can't talk about DC without Marvel. You can talk about Marvel without DC, but you cannot talk the other way around. Well, That's in what, movies. That's what I'm yes, about. yeah. Um, but that said, I I do hope that this is a continuing trend. I'm really excited for Shazam. Like in a way, I've not been excited for a DC movie before. Um, God damn it, that movie looks really good. To get another trailer later so, this month, so I cannot wait. We shall see. When's that out? Uh, April. Okay, I knew it was obviously first part of this year I, when. I think it's it's like tucked right in there in the taint between captain marvel and avengers the um, fleshy meat bridge yeah my only my only concern with it making more money than aquaman like you said is it's like two weeks before avengers and yeah that means it all will box office make will more work. well uh i i mean aquaman didn't i mean it's not lighting the world on fire domestically it's destroying overseas which is yeah. good i mean it more than way more than half of its uh money has come from overseas but I think Shazam is actually going to outgross it uh, domestically. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, Aquaman is certainly not performing poorly in America. Well, oh, it's not. Yeah. It's not. But it's not even scratching what the foreign is. No, yeah, it's 262 out of its $950 million. I mean, that's 
that's a significant <laughs> uh, difference. And a lot of other yeah, like a lot of money. when you, when you talk about billion dollar grocers, there's not a whole lot of big discrepancies that way. It's usually the other way around. Not necessarily. In recent years, when you're talking about six and seven hundred million dollar movies of all time, like domestically, yeah, but that's a very very rare thing. Um, it used to be that the majority of movies money came from international markets. It just happened to be that like you weren't getting to the billion dollar level. I did not know that Black Panther was the number one grossing 2018 movie. Seven hundred million dollars. I just assumed Infinity War topped it, but clearly not. Also, it's crazy that Marvel has the top two. It is. Is it? It's not that crazy. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not that crazy, but there's still just a lot of like movies that do a shit ton of money. There was a Jurassic Park this year. Um, I guess it wasn't a Star Wars this year. But Solo came oh, out Solo this year. Yeah, you're right. Shit, I was thinking that was 2017 for some reason. You forgot about you forgot about that code, and you forgot about the movie. Holy shit! All that. I'm a very forgetful person. It turns out. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, speaking of Marvel, let's uh, let's close out the uh, the evening with. Oh, that's the other movie. I was having a hard time remembering. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bird Box because I put that on the. I guess oh we'll shit! Put, uh, we can push that. You guys yeah, need to watch it. Yeah, I do. Want I've to watch watched it, it but oh, I, I need to. Watch we it. still talk about it next time. We got plenty of shit to talk about next time. All right, uh, and we've obviously talked about pointing tonight too. Um, no, let's talk about Spider Man into the Spider Verse, um, the first ever full feature film animated Spider Man movie. Um, God damn. This movie's great. This movie is so fucking good. It's the best Spider-Man movie that's ever existed. Yes. Yes. It um, is probably not my favorite. Homecoming? I think I... Homecoming did a thing that no other Spider-Man movie had done before, which is to make a near-perfect Spider-Man film. I'd always really liked the Spider-Man movies because they're Spider-Man and Spider-Man's the best. But, like, objectively, I always knew, like, these movies aren't great. Uh, they're good, but they're not great. Homecoming was the first movie to go, oh, shit, like, they fucking got Spider-Man right. And while this is really, really good, it is the second movie to get Spider-Man exactly right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see where you're coming from. I, I was and not so, as like, high Homecoming, on I guess Homecoming. I'm saying, just holds like, holds, like, a place in my heart that I don't know that anyone else can take yeah like i'm not as high on as homecoming or on homecoming rather as you are i definitely think it's a great movie i think it's incredibly enjoyable maybe top five marvel movie it's or top 10 marvel movie rather um but for me like it's this- also to me like comparing aquaman with like um the flashpoint animated dc film like they're almost apples and oranges in terms of like this is clearly a very very different style of film um, that Homecoming is, uh, you know, different studio, the whole nine. But, um, yeah, so, man, let's, yeah, let's talk about it. F- to me, the best thing about this movie is the art style. This is a fucking stunningly visual Oh, it, it's incredible. I, it might be my, the writing for me might be it, man. Like, they hit so many moments in this it's, movie that, like, they just could have fumbled and they don't. And there are so many great character beats and there's... So much heart put into every like facet of this movie. It's also really funny, though. See, like, to me, it was the voice cast. They nailed every oh, yeah. single. Nicholas Cage was the, so the Nick Cage good. casting, dude. And Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson was, was amazing. Was He's the best Peter Parker. Sorry, 
He was perfect. I think he, he was, well. especially for that Peter Parker. He especially was... the best Peter B. Parker. You're right. But man, fucking like everybody keeps bringing up that line. But Nicholas Cage was like, "We don't pick the ballroom, we just dance." Like, <laughs> it's so funny him with, the, with the Rubik's cube. cube like, yeah. I'm gonna take this. I don't understand it, but I will. <laughs> God, it's so good. John Mulaney. John Mulaney was great. Penny Parker was the only like, okay, she's a thing, I guess. Like, I didn't definitely not the standout of the film she's, for sure. She's the weak, weakest link, not bad in any way, but definitely was just like, okay, she's a robot, or she has a robot. Yeah, she has the coolest and... Spider version, except for maybe Spider Ham. I don't know, but you, you think she's got the coolest? Yeah, man, that fucking Spider Mech Noir thing yeah, is no, pretty man, badass. She, she was overall, in my opinion, from design to powers to everything. She was easily the weak link, including, I, I, I just don't like the robot. Like I, don't know. I also appreciate, I think the robot's cool as shit. Um, I also appreciate the fact that it's like, when, especially when it's just her on screen, like the animation style changes. Yeah, no, I mean, like it's, it's like one of the straight best anime. This movie does. Oh my God. Of course, so Mahershala good. was great. He was. As a yeah. the Prowler, who was terrifying oh, at first. Yeah. Like, oh shit, run. Mm hmm. I know who that guy is, but you need to run. <laughs> um, I, uh, Brian Tyree Henry continues to be just one of the best people in the world um, as the father. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, man. Their relationship between Miles and his dad the is so with, good. Same with him webbed <laughs> Say, up I in love the you. chair. That's a copy. <laughs> to me, like, the scene with him webbed up in the chair and the father, you know, he, he comes to talk to him at the door and, you know, he just talks to him through the door and right. tries to relate to him and... You can tell that his son is upset, but he doesn't really obviously know the real reason why. Like, I thought that was great. I thought Haley Steinfeld was great as as Gwen. Yep. Um, oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Chris Pine as the original Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. Who sings Joy to the World That I Have Saved. The um, Spider-Man Christmas album damn. is pretty fantastic. My favorite part of this movie is the recurring introductions. Slapping the comic down on the table and be like, all right, let's go through this one yep. last time. Like the 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 in joke that is everybody complaining about how many different times are we going to see the the Peter Parker or Spider Man introduction, the origin story, and the fact that they did five of them in this movie, but yep. they were always entertaining, they were always engaging and fun, and they were hilarious. Like I thought, it, I I mean, it's it's great. It, it might be my number two movie of the year. Like I fucking love this movie. It's yeah, a great it's. Movie. A definite top three. I haven't really. You know, Oscar Isaac is in, is in this. Hey, he plays Miguel. He, Miguel, not Miguel. Oh, that's right. He plays uh, twenty ninety nine. That's right. Oh yeah, Miguel. Okay, I was right. Yeah. And, uh, they're, Sorry, they're, they're, they're keeping it spoiler free in IMDb. It just says interesting person number yeah, one. It does. <laughs> um, that's funny. The, the Stan Lee moment was amazing. I wanted to talk about that. I actually feel that. That's. I don't think they should put a Stan Lee in anything ever again. This was Spider-Man, his magnum opus, and they made it about as perfect as it could possibly be. And then with the the in uh, memoriam at the end, mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. I just think that anything after this is not going to be nearly as good, and it's going to tarnish the way that I would love for that to be. Especially, I'm not even a Spider-Man guy like you are, but, I mean, that is his baby. And even yep. the stuff that he was saying in that particular role, I was like, I was crying like yeah. during that. You're doing it now. <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, I mean, it's it's it was impactful, and I, I wish that's the, the last memory I would have had. But regardless, uh, this movie was just... Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. PS4 Spider-Man uh, did something. I don't know. Have you finished the DLC? 
No, okay. not the third one. Yeah, I mean, they, they obviously reference Stanley a little bit as well. Um, like, they've done a very good job of being respectful of his legacy and making you feel very bad about it just in general. Not obviously, like, upset, but just sad. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. Remembering, like, remembering the great person that he was. And I think that it, they did it fantastically. I was trying to look up. There's, like, I, there's more than just um, Ditko. And more than just Brian Michael Bendis in um, the contacts on the phone. Oh yeah, there's like five or six different like Spider-Man creators and that's cool, ar- like artists and everything else. And um, I was really trying to find it, but it's it's just so. It's just a movie that for me it's like complete. I think that like the twists in it, obviously, while some of them were not exactly surprising. I thought they were great. I thought Leah Shriver was great as Kingpin. I thought his design was hilarious and great. Like I just I really really loved it. I can't wait to see more. Um, and that end credit scene was so good. Just that the I mean, oh yeah, spoilers, but yeah the the, <laughs> the animated series. God, I almost forgot about that. It was so fucking great. Um, man, yeah, everything about this movie is plus community is in it. Um, fucking perfect. Well, now it's a little bit not perfect, but yeah. When um when he's at Uncle Aaron's house at the beginning and he does like the hey and he's teaching that community the the Donald Glover in the Spider Man suit from Community is playing on the TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it this? Uh, this is the movie with the uh, where they're pointing. At, you're pointing at. It. Why are you yeah. pointing? I'm pointing. And that was really funny. Yeah. No. Yeah. The the, the post credit scene when they're pointing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay. Got it. It's fantastic. I'm yeah. with it. I'm with um, it. Yeah. Whether you're a Spider-Man fan or not, that's the other thing I like about this is I feel like it's as good and as relatable and as well made as any like. Pixar or Illumination or like any of these animated films that are clearly popular with both like kids and their parents, mm-hmm. um, this falls into that same category. I worry that yeah. a lot of people won't see it because it's called Spider Man and they'll just assume it's you know if they're not into superhero stuff they wouldn't like it. Hey, it won a Golden Globe. It did. Fuck you, Incredibles, man. Um, as it was it super should. surprising. I'm yeah. glad it did, but it was really surprising. It, it was very deserving of that. Golden award. Globes, man. Like. Guess what's not going to win at the Oscars? Oh, uh, man. Right. And actually, people are talking about it has a legit shot. I hope it does. There's no way. Um, um, the, the way they it handled, is a better movie than Incredibles 2. The way they handled the Peter Parker, like, the the reaction of New York to Spider-Man, I guess, spoilers, but dying at the beginning of the movie. That's straight um, out of the comics, too. Was It was just so great. Like, the whole city buying Spider-Man costumes, going to the Yeah. Oh, speech, I cried. Like a like, and, and then, like... Baby. <laughs> Him being like, they do rely on me. And like this the guy in the crowd is like, I don't think she meant you. <laughs> like they, they, they hit like such perfect little comedy beats yeah. all throughout the movie. Kingpin looked weird. I loved it. I thought it was okay. I really loved the alternate Doc Ock. I thought that was awesome. I thought yeah. she was great. Um I still have a hard time getting the used to alternate's um Green Goblin. I hate it. It's, it's not weird. the it's not the movie's fault though. No, that's, just, that's just I that hate design. that character and that character design. It's very interesting, but yeah, overall, uh, put him on a goddamn movie. glider, put a mask on him, a Halloween mask, and lame though pumpkin bombs. Or the he is the Joker version mask. of the Joker in Marvel. You get what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> but not when he's a big goddamn monster. It's weird. Put him on the goddamn glider. God damn it. God damn it. God Hashtag damn 2018. It, Put him on the goddamn glider. <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Oh, I'm cutting that here at the uh, the free for all podcast. Would they say Satan? Damn it on uh, Sabrina. 
You'll have to tune into season two to find out. Ooh, Devil what damn a it. tease. Devil damn it. Devil damn it. Yeah, that I checks out. It. I can Devil, out. Devil yeah. damn you to heaven. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Sabrina's so good. All right. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, it was a was, show. Yeah, it was a little bit all over the place. We're still, uh, you know, figuring out after a, a month off. No, it was good. Uh, we'll be back next week with some uh, video games, and then the week after that with some more movies and TV. Uh, all leading up, of course, to the uh, ever popular and much anticipated free for all movie uh, of the year awards and game of the year awards. Oh shit! Probably in early March. Ish. We have not locked down a date yet, but we'll, we'll probably do our uh, Christmas gifts around then. Oh, man. Also, I, I want to give you guys that. your gifts. I mean, when, when are you going to have the time? When are you going to have the time? Where's the time? Right now. Let's do it right now. Fuck Evan. No. I'll his get, his gift is easily the best out of all the gifts I got anybody. See, now you're all making me like, self-conscious about it. Yeah! All right. got be we're self-conscious go. anyway, you bitch. It's a true story. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week.